What's news from the Wall Street Journal? Top stories and timely insights. I'm Anne Marie Fertoli in New York. The saga of Stormy Daniels. The former porn actress wants to go public with the details of her alleged affair with President Donald Trump, but this isn't the first time she's tried to tell her story. We'll have more on that in just a moment. But first, these news headlines. The Federal Reserve has raised short-term interest rates a quarter percentage point and penciled in a total of three rate hikes this year. Fed Chair Jerome Powell says the nation's economic outlook has improved. Several factors are supporting the outlook. Fiscal policy has become more stimulative. Ongoing job gains are boosting incomes and confidence. Foreign growth is on a firm trajectory, and overall financial conditions remain accommodative. The Fed has signaled that it may quicken the pace of rate hikes in the years ahead. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg says his company is launching an investigation into outsiders' handling of Facebook user data. In a Facebook post on Wednesday, Zuckerberg said the company quote made mistakes and will do more to address privacy concerns on the social network. Zuckerberg's comments come less than a week after Facebook announced it was looking into reports that a data analytics firm, Cambridge Analytica, improperly accessed and kept user data. Driverless cars are shaking up the auto industry, and auto insurers are working to design policies for self-driving vehicles. Car insurers make about $230 billion in premiums each year, but it remains to be seen how that could be impacted by expanding fleets of driverless vehicles. Another question is how the technology would affect individual liability and whether car makers would bear more of the financial burden. The median salary for CEOs at the largest U.S. companies reached $11.6 million in 2017, a new record. That's thanks to the stock market and a healthy economy. A Wall Street Journal analysis of executive pay at 133 companies in the S&P 500 found that Hock Tan, the chief at Broadcom, made the most at over $100 million. Up next, a look back at Stormy Daniels' story. This is What's News from the Wall Street Journal. Thanks for listening. Former adult film actress Stephanie Clifford, also known as Stormy Daniels, says she wants to go public with the details of her alleged extramarital affair with President Donald Trump. And it isn't the first time she's tried to tell her story. Wall Street Journal reporter Joe Palazzolo traced her battle back at least seven years and joins me now in our studio to explain. So, Joe, according to Clifford, her affair with the president began in 2006. But the first time she considered telling the details of her story was in 2011. So what happened then and why didn't more details emerge at that time? Sure. So we know that at least as early as 2011, she wanted to tell her story. You know, she had a friend, another adult film actor and his wife who was also an adult film actor. She had recently become uh, an entertainment manager. So Stormy goes to her friend and says, hey, do you think we we should sell this story? And her friend says, yeah, let me introduce you to my, my ex-wife, who is now an entertainment manager. And so that touched off an email from the manager to a uh, magazine reporter, Life and Style. It's a celebrity magazine. And so that was the very beginning. That was in May 2011. And um, Michael Cohen, the president's personal lawyer, who was at that time one of his close aides at the Trump organization, his sort of fixer, 
he intervened to stop it. He, you know, found out that uh, they were going to sell the story and he threatened to sue this magazine and they backed off. And the story has now been back in the headlines since the president's personal lawyer, Michael Cohen, admitted to paying Clifford $130,000. That was reported by the journal in January. That's right. So after 2011, Cohen successfully sort of intervenes to to um, prevent the story from happening. But then, you know, fast forward to 2016 and Stormy Daniels is, is talking to media again. The president, he was then, you know, presidential candidate. He had just won the Republican nomination. And she is her and her manager are, are talking to media again. Cohen catches wind of this again. And then he reaches out to her lawyer and says, hey, you know, I heard she was, uh, you know, talking or considering telling her story. And then that sort of started negotiations for this, the current deal that we reported in January. And what she has said in defense of that is because she heard the lawyer Michael Cohen talking, she feels that she is now entitled to talk because he broke the non-disclosure agreement? Yeah, she makes a couple of arguments. So what really what really sort of precipitated, you know, her efforts to, to blow up the agreement, for lack of a better word, is Michael Cohen comes out on February, February 13th, and he, after our report, admits... Yes, I did make this payment. He doesn't say what it was for. He just says private transaction with Stephanie Clifford, Stormy's real name. And, you know, at that point, Stormy is is really upset, right? Because she she's part of this agreement. She doesn't understand why Cohen gets to talk and she doesn't get to talk. And then she reads in the Daily Beast that he's shopping around a book proposal that's going to include her. So that sort of infuriates her more. And so, yeah, that was kind of the breaking point for her when she decided that she she wanted to get out from under the agreement. And let's talk about the possible ramifications for the president who has denied the affair. But now there could be an issue of a potential violation of campaign finance laws. Can you explain that? So, yeah, there are potential campaign finance implications here. And these allegations have been made by public interest groups. One of them, Common Cause, was the first to file a complaint with the Federal Election Commission and also with the Justice Department. The gist is that this payment to Stormy in 2016 was an in-kind campaign contribution. Basically, it was made for the purpose of influencing the election. So by keeping this affair under wraps, it helped the president win the election. And so in, you know, in legal terms, the question that an investigator would ask is, would this payment have been made irrespective of the campaign? And Michael Cohen has said in interviews that I would have made this payment three months before, two months before, you know, because of my role for for the president at the time. But of course, we know in 2011, he did not make the payment. What he did instead was uh, threaten to sue. He did not deal with Stormy or her lawyer at that time. But, you know, when he had the opportunity or when the opportunity arose again in 2016, he did make the payment. Now, the Journal has reported this week that Stephanie Clifford's lawyer has paid for the rights to a lie detector test that she took in 2011. So, Joe, what is next for Stephanie Clifford? So she's filed a lawsuit. She filed it in state court, and then Michael Cohen has moved it over into federal court, thinking that the federal court may be more favorable to him. But so she is suing to get out from under this agreement. She's suing to invalidate it. And the president's lawyer are trying to move that whole thing into uh, arbitration, which would be confidential. So we'll just have to see whether or not the court decides to hold on to it and uh, whether or not it agrees with her that, you know, this agreement should be squashed. Wall Street Journal reporter Joe Palazzolo, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. 
And that's What's News. I'm Anne-Marie Fertoli in New York for The Wall Street Journal.